You are Locked On Jets, your daily New York Jets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is the Locked On Jets podcast on this Monday, August 2nd, 2021. I'm your host, John B. from gangreennation.com. And today our episode is brought to you by the Peacock and Williamson podcast. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering all the latest news and insight on every game, team, and move. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And while you you subscribe to Peacock and Williamson, also subscribe to this show, Locked On Jets. This is a daily podcast covering the New York Jets. We have new episodes each weekday, Monday through Friday. And if you like what you hear, give us a five-star review. That helps us out quite a bit, and we really do appreciate it. Today we have our latest installment in the Listener Spotlight series. Last week we had a listener from Arkansas named Zach. Today we have a listener from Kentucky named Nathaniel. Nathaniel, thanks for joining me. Yeah, absolutely, John. I appreciate you having me on and, you know, really love the podcast and was, uh, was thrilled to, to, to get on a call with you today. Oh, I'm thrilled to have you. And you know, as I mentioned last week, we had a listener from Arkansas, and that seemed like a very unlikely place to have a Jets fan. Nathaniel, how did somebody from Kentucky start rooting for the New York Jets? <laughs> uh, well, it's sort of a long story, but you know, I'll try to kind of summarize it pretty quickly. Um, you know, I think a, a name all Jets fans know, and and that's Wayne Corbett. Um, you know, growing up. In Eastern Kentucky, right, uh, there's not a lot of opportunity um, out there. And, you know, when you, you see a guy like Wayne uh, doing what he's doing, uh, you know, kind of going the undrafted route, coming out of Hofstra, uh, you know, it, it always resonated with me. And so I think that's ultimately the main reason, uh, you know, kind of started following the team late 90s and uh, Wayne was just, you know, always someone that really resonated with me and uh, I think ultimately why I'm a Jets fan today. He is my all-time favorite player. Let me give you a little piece of trivia on Krebet, which I think makes his story even more amazing, is when he was undrafted out of Hofstra, he actually got a tryout with the with the Canadian Football League team. The team was in Baltimore. I, I, it's the Canadian football league, but they actually had a team in Baltimore before the Ravens came and he did not make the roster. So this guy was not good enough to play in a seat in the CFL yet. He somehow found his way onto the jets roster. Although I should hesitate to say that because that CFL team in Baltimore did win the championship and the team he made with the jets was the co-tight team. So you could make an argument (laughs) that the Baltimore team in the CFL was a little bit better than the jets at that point. Right, right. They're probably a little more comparable than than what we think. <laughs> so, who do fans in Kentucky root for in the NFL? So, uh, in Kentucky, you know, obviously we don't have a, a professional team, so um, it's the more local-ish team. I would say, you know, Cincinnati, um, Cleveland, the Titans. Um, that's really all that I can think of, and then. You know, with not having a team here, 
you'll get some of the more prominent teams, you know, the tons of Cowboys fans. And, you know, obviously, late, lately there's Patriots fans and 49ers, you know, some of the more traditionally, you know, historic teams from the NFL. Have you have you run into any other Jets fans in Kentucky? Uh, very few. <laughs> uh, very few. I'll, I'll never forget. Um, one time when I was in college, you know, obviously I was I was out at a restaurant uh, enjoying myself, and uh, I think I had I think it was a hat or a shirt. I can't remember now. It's been a few years ago, but uh, I had this other guy come up to me, and I was like, "Oh, you're, you're a Jets fan?" And I was like, "Yeah," and he was like are you from Kentucky? You know, obviously kind of questioningly uh, asking me. And I was like, yeah, you know, born and, born and raised here in Kentucky. And he was like, why? And kind of gave him the answer that I gave you at the beginning, right? You know, wanker bet. And I, I said those words. And he was like, all right, that, that's all you need to say, really. <laughs> that's a great answer to me. Uh, so how did you follow the Jets when you began rooting for them? Because I'd imagine it was very difficult in the nineties to watch a lot of Jets games. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, I, I was born in 89 and uh, kind of started to follow the team uh, towards those, the, the Parcells years. Um, so, so late nineties, early two thousands. So it was kind of a lot easier then um, because at that point, you know, for the most part, at least we were uh, a relatively successful team. You know, those late 90s, early to mid 2000s, you know, had a lot of winning seasons, made the playoffs a lot. So I feel like at that point they were getting a lot more national coverage than, than obviously what they are now. Um, so I think it was a lot easier for me to, to catch the games at that point. And uh, I think that's, you know, that's, that's kind of how I got there. Built Bar has so many delicious flavors, and when you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. But if you haven't tried all the flavors yet, you can get a mixed box where you get two each of the nine flavors. Not only are the Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're also healthy. Order today and get the Grasshopper Cookie, or Raspberry, or whatever you'd like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. And if you go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D, number one, number five, no space, for 15% off at Built, B-U-I-L-T, dot com. So tell me some of your other memories from your early, your early days of Jets fandom. Sure, yeah. So, so like I said, you know, the late 90s was kind of where I started, but um, really didn't, you know, obviously at that point, I was born in, in, in 89, and December of 89 at that, so basically 1990. Um, so I, I kind of started to root for the team at that point. Um, and, you know, getting into those, like, early 2000s teams, um, I just remember that offense being so much fun, right? I mean, you had uh, – those were the, the early Chad Pennington years. Uh, we had Pennington, we had Curtis Martin, Lavernius Cole, Santana Moss, Corbett. I just remember that team being so much fun to watch, always being so competitive. Um, so that was that was really, I think, you know, that 01 to, to kind of 04, 05-ish stretch uh, when we had those guys really together. Um, that was that was probably when I ultimately um, really, really became the, the kind of Jets fan that I am now. And Like I said, I just remember that team being so much fun. 
you know, getting to the divisional round a couple of those years. Um, I think making the playoffs three or four out of five, five or six years, maybe. Um, so, you know, a, a lot of people question me. It's like, well, why do you cheer for the Jets? You know, it's like they haven't really. Unfortunately, we haven't been all that good over the last decade. But you know, I remember growing up, and you know, once I really got into the game, the Jets were usually in contention. You know, we were making playoffs. Uh, you know, making it to the divisional round. Um, different things like that. So, uh, yeah, I just I really remember those years and how much fun that offense was to watch. At what point were you able to begin watching games every single week? So I would say it would be about that time. Um, as you kind of mentioned earlier, uh, pretty difficult to usually catch a Jets game uh, in Kentucky, especially in eastern Kentucky. Because uh, chances are you turn on CBS or Fox, you're going to have the Bengals, the Browns, you know, maybe the Titans, something like that. Um, so fortunately for me at that point, um, my family had direct TV. Uh, my father uh, ultimately bit the bullet uh, after much persuasion from myself and my brother, who's actually a Cowboys fan, uh, to, to go ahead and get Sunday ticket. Um, so at that point, you know, we were kind of able to, to watch some games, even though we were out of market and, and things like that. So, yeah, I, I think that helps a lot, too. Um, you know, obviously, like I said, the offense being so much fun to watch, but actually being able to start to, to watch those games in, you know, the mid-2000s or so once direct TV hit, or, or sorry, Sunday ticket hit, um, that, that helped a lot and, you know, kind of led me to where I am now. Have you ever been able to go to a game either at MetLife Stadium or at a road venue close to you like like Cincinnati? <laughs> yes, yeah. So um, uh, at this point in my life, I've, I've been fortunate enough to actually go to four Jets games, um, none of which have been in MetLife. But uh, I've actually been talking to uh, my girlfriend, and I think we're going to try to catch a game this year because she's got a friend that lives in New York City, uh, and we may stay with them. But um, believe it or not, the, the first Jets game that I ever got the chance to go to was the uh, playoff win in '09. Uh, against Cincinnati and let me tell you that that was probably something that that I'll never forget for my entire life that was the you know the infamous Sean Green game where I think he had oh man I want to say he had 140 150 yards maybe something like that and I just remember walking out of that game feeling like I was on cloud nine and, and honestly thinking Sean Green was going to be the next great <laughs> uh, NFL running back. But um, that's the one that, that always sticks out to me. But um, I, I was also able to go to the Dallas game. Uh, I think that was 2015, 14 or 15. Um, like I said, my, my brother's a Cowboys fan, and, uh, you know, we were fortunate enough to, to be able to fly down to Dallas. And uh, it was me and my brother and his now wife and my father. Uh, and we were able to win, or sorry, see them win that game. Um, it was a close game, if I remember correctly. It was, I think we only won by a field goal. Uh, but unfortunately, the last two games that I've attended uh, have, have not gone so well for me. I went to the Titans game uh, a couple of years back with Darnold, um, and then uh, went to a another Bengals game. Um, Trying to think. That was actually the year that the Bengals were winless going into the game. 
uh, and we gave them their first win. So uh, started off really good in attending this game and, uh, you know, not so good the last couple of years. That was the game that I remember that because that was Thanksgiving weekend, and that was the game Adam Gase skipped Thanksgiving dinner with his family to game plan for, and the Jets scored six points against the winless Bengals team. Yes, yes. And I, I, I don't think I'll ever forgive Adam Gase for that because it was just, oh, man. that They just looked so bad, and I don't know how. Uh, that was – if memory serves, that was kind of towards the end of the second half of the season. And I remember looking at the schedule thinking, all right, I know, you know, we didn't start off so hot, but if we, you know, get hot, get on a run, you know, who knows, right? Maybe you can uh, do something, but um, lost that game. And I just remember thinking, well, if we can't beat the winless Bengals, uh, I don't, I don't know how, how high hopes I have for the rest of the season. Yeah, so you've really like gone through the range of emotions because that the first game you went to was like it's one of the most amazing games I've ever seen. I, I remember talking about this on a recent listener spotlight podcast because the Jets were so dominant in the trenches in that game that like the Bengals were like sending all of their defenders and they still couldn't stop their I mean when the Jets were running play action, there were receivers were like had nobody within five yards because the Bengals were selling out against the run. They were the Jets were so dominant. And I, re, I remember that Dallas that Dallas game was a Saturday night. It was week 15. And I remember yeah. that you were right because Randy Bullock, who was he was the Jets had a, a kicker injury, so they signed Randy Bullock and he made a field goal to win that game. And then the Tennessee I remember the Tennessee game was just a catastrophe. That was Bulls' last season where it was just unfathomable. The Jets blew that game, and then, as we mentioned, the yep. Adam Gase, the Adam Gase Thanksgiving dinner game. So you've, I mean, you've seen it. You've had the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. It seems. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And now that you say that about that Tennessee game, I, I remember specifically uh, sitting there with my girlfriend at the time. We were up, and I think it was by. It wasn't by a lot, but we had a decent lead. I want a touchdown, maybe two touchdowns. And she kind of looked over at me and could just tell that, you know, I, I still wasn't really all that excited. And um, she was like, you know, they're up by a lot. What's what's going on? Why aren't you excited? And I just remember being like, it's the Jets. I was like, you know, look look over at me here in five minutes if we, or with five minutes to go. And if we've still got this lead, then at that point, I'll start to get a little bit excited. But, you know, uh, I, I kind of know how, how our history is and, those sorts of things, especially with, with Lee. Well, I think as you know, Nathaniel, like I'm not a, a screamer. Like I don't yell much on the podcast. There are probably like 200 episodes a year. And there are maybe like five episodes where I'm actually like get fired enough enough to raise my voice. But I remember like, not just like the Monday show, the Tuesday show that week, like I was still fired up. And I, remember, I just remember venting about Jeremy Bates's play calling. <laughs> because it was so bad yeah. down the stretch of that game. I I, I still – it really did not matter that much because it was a terrible Jets team. So, like, they weren't going anywhere. The game really didn't cost them much of right. anything. But it was just like – it just, like, encapsulated how miserable that season was. Yep. Absolutely. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. 
Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code LOCKEDON. It's one word with no space, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Let's talk about some of your, your best recent Jets memories. And I'm guessing we're probably going to have to go back a decade. But, you know, you talked about going to that Cincinnati playoff game in Rex's first season. I mean, could you talk about what it was like in Kentucky rooting for the Jets during the Rex days? It was uh, it, it, it was pretty incredible. Uh, you know, like I said, growing up, the Jets had always been kind of competitive. Uh, you know, made the playoffs a few years. Uh, but I remember going into that 09 season, into Rex's first season, and, you know, I mean, we had we had Rebus. I mean, the defense was set, uh, and, you know, that was kind of Sanchez's rookie year. And, um, you know, this was, I was in college at this time, and uh, I remember watching the draft with, with some of my friends and just thinking immediately, I mean, this this is our guy, right? You know, and I, I think a lot of us had that, that same thought process on Sanchez, and, you know, still had Thomas Jones at that point, who, in my opinion, is one of the more underrated running backs that the Jets have ever had. But, you know, we can maybe save that for a later conversation. Um, but just the, they had enough. Um, and, and I just remember being, you know, really excited coming off, the, I think, almost 500 season in 08 when we had Favre, because that was year, almost made the playoffs and, and lost that last game and got knocked out. Might have been 9-7. and seven. Anyway, um, but going into that year thinking, you know, I, I think if this team comes together, um, then, you know, they can really make a push. And, you know, obviously you've got a bunch of Cincinnati fans and, you know, Cleveland fans and, and stuff like that around. And, you know, everybody, you know, just dismisses you, right, because, you know, you're the Jets. And But, you know, I just remember going into that season, you know, being really, really excited about the future of the team, thinking, all right, we got our guy Sanchez. Let's bring him along slowly. we got Thomas Jones. This is perfect. We're going to, you know, still go with that ground and pound. We're going to let Thomas Jones kind of run, um, you know, run wild and you know, do what he does best and have Sanchez, you know, utilize the play action off of him. And, you know, ultimately that's that, that was it, you know, and, and that got us to a couple of conference title games. And, you know, as you know, Sanchez was a solid quarterback. I think he kind of gets somewhat of a bad rap. But, you know, ultimately I don't think he, he progressed either enough to the, the point that, we thought he was going to be at, at where he was drafted. But, um, yeah, I just remember being really, really excited, of, you know, around that 2010 um, time frame when, when Rex first got there. And, uh, it was it was exciting times, that's for sure. What do you think about the current Jets team? Uh, I'm uh, – Obviously, as a Jets fan the last decade, you, you have to enter this season with a little bit of skepticism, right? But love Coach Sal as the hire. I think he was absolutely the, the right hire. Um, and, you know, obviously based off these last few days of, of training camp, uh, I, I don't see how anybody could argue that point. Uh, he, it sounds like he's not only got the team fired up, you know, the fan base is fired up. Um, love Zach Wilson. Um, you know, obviously I don't want to be too high on him uh, at this point, but um, seeing what we saw in OTAs, seeing what we uh, saw, you know, especially yesterday in, in training camp, uh, I, I definitely think that there's 
there's a lot of room for optimism, right? Um, and just the young core of this team, I think that's really what differentiates, you know, the current Jets team from those, the, the bold years, right? Uh, where we had Fitzpatrick and we had Forte and, and Marshall and Decker, and, and it was fun, right? You know, don't get me wrong. That was, a, you know, an exciting time. But at the same time, you knew Fitzpatrick was older. You knew Marshall was older. You knew Decker was older. So how long are these guys going to stay here? How much sustained success are we really going to have? And I think that's kind of where my optimism lies in this year's team is that we're going to have a lot of really, really young guys playing very prominent roles. Um, you know, whether it be Zach Wilson, whether it be Makai Beckton, AVT, Michael Carter, Elijah Moore, uh, you know, even the guys on the defensive side, Quinnen, still incredibly young. Uh, I know the secondary, you know, there's obviously some question marks there, but, you know, guys like Bryce Hall, uh, I'm, I'm interested to see what we get from some of the rookies, whether it be Pinnock or, you know, Michael Carter too, or even, you know, obviously my favorite pick from that, you know, late round stretch, uh, Brandon Eccles, who uh, is a Kentucky graduate. Um, but uh, really excited. Um, I'm not going to go super crazy and say that, you know, playoffs this year. Um, but I, I think you can definitely see the direction that, that Douglas is taking. Um, and I think Sal is, you know, if not the perfect, one of the most perfect guys uh, that can help him in that vision and get this team to where we, we need to be. How did you find the podcast? Um, so really just obviously being in Kentucky, you know, I, I don't get a ton of Jets coverage. Um, so I, you know, a few years back went to, to Spotify and um, found a, a few Jets podcasts, listened to a few different ones just to see which ones I liked the most and uh, ultimately settled on yours and a couple others. But um, that would be how, you know, as we kind of talked about there. There's not a lot of Jets coverage in, in Kentucky, so I, I kind of have to – if I want Jets coverage, I have to actually go out and seek it myself. Nathaniel, thank you so much for joining me today. It's always great to talk with a Jets fan. Uh, you know, and I, I want to encourage everybody, you know, I know the last couple of weeks we've had people from Arkansas, from Kentucky. And listen, if you're from, like, Wyoming, if you're from Utah, we'd love to have you. But if you're from New York also, you know, more conventional locations, we would also love to have you on the listener spotlight. But Nathaniel, thanks again for stopping by. This was great chatting with you. Absolutely, John. Thank you so much. And uh, I think you do a fantastic job with the podcast and the website and everything. So, you know, absolutely keep it up. Um, I, I got to get my Jets content somewhere, right? <laughs> That's our show for today. Thank you for listening. This has been the Locked On Jets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. If you enjoyed the show, subscribe to us where podcasts are found. Give the show a five-star review. Have a great Monday. We'll be back tomorrow to talk more Jets.